You're listening to Radio Fodder. Nice week, Janice. What's it made of? Your mum's chest hair. Expecto Patronum! Now show me wax on, wax off. I volunteer as tribute. No. I am the father. You're listening to Radio Hello, you're here with Radio Fodder. My name is Jazz, and I've got a very special guest with me. It's Daniel Milton. Mil- oh, I can't even do that. Um, I'm just going to do a mic test. So do a test test. Uh, testing, testing one, two, three. Oh, there we go. There we I go. I think I can hear myself. Cool. All right, so we may as well get started then. Um, so, Daniel, you're from a band called Apollo House. Yeah. Um, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, awesome. So you actually had a gig last night. Are you still sleep deprived from the gig? Uh, yeah, so it was kind of a last minute gig, which we were lucky to get. One of the bands dropped out and then on short notice, um, we were able to fill the bill. So yeah. Nice. Awesome venue. We were lucky to get that actually. Fantastic. And where was the venue? Uh, so it was the Erika Hotel in uh, Richmond. Fantastic. Um, but we, we've got a friend who is our, I suppose you would call him our manager. Uh, he's like friends with one of the guys who was organizing it. And we only found out that uh, the organizers had actually filled uh, the replacement band. Uh, but our manager, manager uh, in air quotes, kind of pushed our name forwards a little bit. And they, they told the other band that they double booked so that could get us instead. So, yeah, I know, like... Sounds a bit sketchy. They were pulling some amazing. screens behind the scenes. Um, yeah, a little bit sketchy, but, you know, it's a bit of a cutthroat industry. Uh, survival of the fittest, we got in. Nice. <laughs> Gotta love your manager for doing that. I know, I know. Keep him around. Sick. Definitely. So if you don't know um, already, Apollo House is kind of like a rocky band. And yeah. we, were, we were kind of just chatting before about how we would kind of categorize your band. So if you could kind of describe what genre Apollo House is, how would you do it? Well, yeah, definitely the underlying uh, genre is rock, which is sick. We all love it. But like I was saying before, um, you know, the guitarist, the rhythm and the lead, they all, they're all unique individual songwriters and they bring songs, their own songs to the band. So um, depending on who wrote the song, the genre will kind of shift, uh, which is good because then, you know, we're different, right? So Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, Master of none, jack of, like we were jack of all trades. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. And like you said, um, you guys met all in high school and you all kind of have yeah. different styles of music. So bring it together. Make, it makes sense that Apollo House is kind of diverse because you've got diverse musicians. So Yeah, so yeah. we're just kind of hoping that works for us. Um, yeah, some other people say that uh, you, you've got to have a sound and you've got to stick to a certain sound so that when a song comes on, they think, oh, this is Apollo House. But if we've got somebody else singing it or, you know, it doesn't quite sound like, you know, Harry might have written the song or Jack Wright might have written the song or Charlie written the song, um, people think that it's good to have some continuity. But I don't know, maybe instead of doing what everyone does, maybe it's good to stand out and do something different. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Out. I'm vibing it. Yeah. Definitely vibing yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Um, we've been talking about the other members, so did you want to quickly kind of just introduce uh, the members of Apollo House and everybody's role? Yeah, I suppose I suppose I should probably do that. <laughs> so, um, my favourite member is Harry, so he's the bass player. 
Um, then there's Jack, who's kind of like the lead guitarist. Um, and then Charlie's the rhythm guitarist, but they kind of also share between keyboard, uh, if we've got some keys in a song. Nice. Um, and yeah, then, then they all sing and take it in turns and harmonize and yeah, it's, uh, it's cool. And I just play the drums. So you just play the drums. <laughs> I, yeah, I asked for a mic and then they gave me one once and then I sung and then I never got a mic ever again. Oh, no. <laughs> what did you sing? What did you uh, do, Dan? Well, like, we used to do these things called um, Daniel singing lessons because they were trying to get me to sing. And, like, you know, like, some people think that you can either sing or you can't sing. But, like, yeah. your vocal cords are actually a muscle. And if yeah. you use them enough, you strengthen them and you can control them. And you can learn to sing. So that's what very, they're trying to do. True. But um, it was, like, just Wonderwall and that, like, you know, the classic can't go wrong. But I went very wrong. So. Oh, no. Yeah, so, yeah, that was short-lived. I just play the drums now. Oh, my goodness. So you're, like, kind of just stationed off to be the drums, no microphone in sight. Yeah. I still sing in, like, the choruses and stuff, but obviously, like, it's just lip-syncing because, well, it looks li- like lip-syncing because nobody can hear me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> have you actually, have you written any songs? <clears throat> yeah, I did actually write a song. Um... But it was like uh, in high school um, and it was really, turns out I, I wrote like it was the same chords as an Oasis song. I think it was maybe Live Forever, like the same chords as Live Forever. But um, I didn't know it at the time. So if I had gotten there first, maybe I would have been super famous by now. How annoying is it when you start writing a song and you're like, hey, guys, listen to this. And someone's like, hey, that sounds like Katy Perry or, oh, my gosh, that's that song. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. I've literally just written so- – it's yeah, I get that. I've been there too. So Whenever they show me a new – like, when Jack shows me a new song, I always – like, my goal is to try and piece it to, a, like, a similar-sounding song. I don't know why. I just do it. And he hates it because he's like, no, I, I'm not copying. I'm not copying. I was like, no, nah, I didn't say you're copying. I'm just saying, I'm just saying it sounds similar. Um, yeah. But I just love – yeah, it's it's a game to me. Yeah. Um, so as a drummer, like, who, what kind of artists uh, influence you as a musician? Yeah. Um, because, yeah, like, everyone in your band is a little bit different, has a different style. Everyone's got different influences. I know. So if you, you're the only one who made it to the interview today. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're the star. <laughs> I am the star. I'm of glad Apollo you said House. It. Yeah, I'm glad you said it. What are your influences? Um, Tell me. Well, that's the thing. So... I'll I'll find songs catchy that other people might not. And, you know, we all have our different favourite songs within the band that we perform, originals. And it all comes down to, like, the instrument, your instrument part. So I'll be like, oh, um, I was talking to Charlie last night and I said, yeah, Charlie, this is my favourite song. And he goes, well, I don't really... It's not one of my favourites because he's only got three chords. Like, it's just a three-chord song for him Mm -hmm. that just keeps repeating. But for me, it's like my part is so much more involved, which is why I love it. So when it comes to other songs and outside influence, um, it'll be songs with just really funky drums that, like, mm. I can groove to. And, like, mm. um, I love playing funky stuff, like Syncopation, Off the Beat, um, which is why I read at Chili Peppers. And Chad Smith, the drummer, is such an influence because they're so groovy. Um, and I love that. So they're always trying to, like, usually more often than not they're trying to get me to play like a straight beat but i can't like 
my body just doesn't want to stay in time. Like, he just wants to... You've got the groove in your yeah, blood, Dan. Yeah, I can't... That's right. So, they're trying to straighten me out. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but they can't, so... Yeah, cool. Don't <clears throat> let them straighten you out. No, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Play that funky music, white boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of Red Hot Chili Peppers, um, we might as well play one of your tunes that you selected. Yeah, definitely. Is it funky? Um, They're all funky. Every Chili Peppers song is funky. Um. Yeah, I think it is it turn it up is yeah. one that I chose. Turn, um, turn it again. Sorry, turn yeah. it again. No, I was telling you to turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to talk after the song or? Yeah, we might as well just give it a spin and then we can chat about it after. Definitely, cool. So here's Turn It Again by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs>
that was Turn It Again by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You're listening to Radio Fodder. I'm Jazz. We're at the University of Melbourne and it's a really sunny day. We've got a great view of the campus and I'm sitting here with Daniel Miltonen who is the drummer of Apollo House, an up-and-coming rock band. Um, and if you haven't seen them, you definitely should. When is your next gig? <laughs> We're actually playing tonight. Oh, <laughs> sick. Yeah, so uh, the Palace Hotel in Camberwell. Um, I think we're going on at 9pm, but, you know, get in early, get a seat. Yeah. If, if there are any left. Nice. So are you supporting someone or is it just like totally you? Um, we actually do it through uh, an organisation called Band Anthem, which basically okay. just pair uh, venues with live music. So venues that are looking for live music with musicians who play, obviously, live music. Um, so, yeah, we've... We've played there before. We call it our um, home ground because nice. that's the venue we've played the most at. Yep. Um, and it's a bit more chill and, like, you know, if your set lists go a little bit longer, like, it's fine because it's just such a good vibe. Nice. Yeah. So tell me about um, – we were just talking about how uh, me and Daniel have been having great chats off <laughs> air. yeah, yeah. And then we were like, hang on, we've actually got to stop talking because this is all good content for you. Wasted. Yeah, it's wasted, yeah. So we actually had to, like, stop talking for, like, the last minute of that Chili Peppers song because um, I really wanted to talk about this one thing. It's mm. about people trying new things, people kind of starting over because a lot of musicians, they, you know, they don't just start and then they become famous. They've, you know, been working for years and years and then they finally just go, you know what, I'm going to try something new. I'm going to actually put myself out there. So I want to talk about new beginnings. Tell me about your Uber driver, Dan. <clears throat> <laughs> I don't know, like, how far back you want the story to start. Like, you know what I mean? Because Anywhere. I don't care. It was a great story. So I woke up 7 a.m. <laughs> Love it. What'd you eat for breakfast? <laughs> um, no, well, okay. So I had a gig last night um, and I had to get there. I was at the Eureka Hotel in Richmond. And I thought, okay, I'll catch a train to Richmond and then I'll walk. But I didn't know that it was like a 30-minute walk to the hotel. So I had to, I booked an Uber and um, I actually booked two Ubers. My first one was going to take five minutes and then like to get to pick me up. And then five minutes later, it still said five minutes. So I cancelled it and got a second one. So get the second one. Classic Uber. I know. Uh, don't get me started. That's like, <laughs> that's for another podcast. Yep, yep, yep. So get in and start talking to this lady. She's like really lovely, really like welcoming and warming, easy to talk to. And um, I start telling her about like my plans for the night, you know, playing in a band and uh, it's going to be a good time. She was telling me how she left her corporate job, six-figure salary to go and, you know, ride as an Uber driver. And I thought that was really, like, super different. Like, it was life-changing. Um, she said she was, like, 47 or something or maybe 50. Um, and, yeah, for her, like, I could just imagine what a massive change in her life that must have been. Super scary. To go from, like, sitting in an office earning, as you said, like, six-figure salary. Yeah, I think she was, like, in finance or something. What But, the like, hell? she was saying... She, Good on her. she loves people and, you know, being an Uber driver, you meet lots of people and she likes talking and obviously doing that. She likes driving, obviously, as well. Yeah. Um, so why don't you just combine your passions? Like, it seems like, why did it take her so long to figure that out? <laughs> I, I'm not judging, but... No. I mean, I guess that's kind of beautiful that Uber, you know, is around now because it's created 
all these jobs for people. Yeah. And I don't know. I always thought like Uber was kind of just as like a secondary set, like secondary income kind of job. Like a lot of yeah. my Uber drivers had been like, yeah, I do this on the side so I can like, you know, pay for this or I'm saving up for my son's education. Mm. I'm doing this. And I'm like, holy shit, that's great. Yeah. Um, but this lady literally just like gave up her corporate job. Yeah. As I was, so this is like a kind of a full-time thing. Well, I think she wants to like go into social work, like I said, because she likes talking to people and she's really personable. But like for the time being, she was doing part-time Uber. She Beautiful. ended up loving it. And then she did, like she is full-time Uber. That's amazing. Like as, as I was getting out of the car though, um, you know, had a nice little chat and she told me like, this is the beginning of the night. She said, I have a real, I have a strong feeling that tonight will be interesting. And then that was the last thing she said to me as I got out. What? I was like, is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? I don't know. Is she part-time psychic as well? I don't know. <laughs> she was cool though. Um, she gave me a lolly. Oh, a lolly? Yeah. What kind of lolly? It was a minty. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it when Uber drivers, like I've had friends and they've never had this happen to them. And they're so mad that it happens to me all the time. But I get into Ubers and they're like, would you like a bottle of water? Would you like to charge yeah, your yeah. phone? And I'm like, wow, it's full service for no, seven dollars. That's the thing. I see straight through that. As soon as she she that wasn't the first time she offered me uh, the lolly earlier on, and I was like, are you trying to bribe my rating? Like, I'm not going <laughs> to rate you just because you're like giving me free stuff. Like, you got to earn it. Yeah, you can't buy me. That's very true. But at the same time, you can buy me with free yeah, water. I gave her five. I gave her five stars. Oh, nice, yeah. beautiful. What was the name? Lisa. Shout out to Lisa. Yeah. If you're listening out there. Yeah. It's a small world, but Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, I knew there was like I, w- I used to watch MasterChef like pretty intensely and there was this lady in it. She got pretty far. I don't remember her name, but we'll just call her Beth. So Beth. Mac- yeah, Macbeth. Macbeth. <laughs> Macbeth. Um, she was like a full-time like lawyer, like earning a lot and she like, to be in MasterChef, it's, like, a three-month show. Like, the filming is over three months. So, if you have a full-time job, like, you actually, like, you can't get time off. Like, so you're going to have to leave it. Yeah, I never thought of that. Um, so, a lot of people go on those shows. Like, My Kitchen Rules, MasterChef. Those are just some, like, cooking shows. I'm sure, like, there's other reality shows where people have to quit their jobs. But she quit her job as a lawyer to pursue cooking. Yeah, well. On, like, a reality show. I mean, you got to eat. Yeah. <laughs> she was hungry. <laughs> the lawyer business was starving her from a true passion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I love food. I have it every day. Nice. Well, me too. Yeah. My dad's a great chef. Is he? Yeah. He's actually like, he's kind of like a house husband. Yeah. So he stays at home, works from home. Yeah. And my mum goes to work. And oh. she works with food. Like she has like a cafe, like catering kind of business. So she works with food every day. So, you know, like... Do you, you don't want to come home. Eat really good food all the time. Oh yeah. And when you go out to a fancy restaurant, you like think it's really bad because you're so used to your standard is like really good. It sounds really like posh, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we went to this Thai restaurant once, and there was like yeah. this amazing like Thai pork dish. Yeah. And Dad was like, "I reckon I can make it," and he makes it like all the time now, yeah. and it's fantastic. And oh. when we go back to that restaurant and we eat it, we're like, "Hmm." Dad, yours is better. Uh, it's so bad. Are you going to say what restaurant it was? No. It's your, yeah. No. Cool. No, confidentiality. And, <laughs> and it's a great restaurant as well. Yeah. So I actually signed up my dad for MasterChef. Did you really? Yeah, he didn't know. So like, because I was walking past, I went to the winter market at Queen Vic. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he just like 
the dude was like, do you want to cook? Do you want to win? Yeah. Come on, MasterChef. And I was like, nah, mate, I can't cook. I always want to win. Yeah, well, I do want to win, but I can't cook. And he was like, oh, do you know someone? And I was like, And you're oh, like, do I? Do I ever? Yeah, I yeah, do yeah. know someone. <laughs> and so I signed him up anom- anonymously. Yeah. And uh, my dad got a call like a few weeks later. And my dad was like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Who did this? Oh, so did he go on? No. Oh. Because you have to quit your job. <laughs> yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, one of my friends went on MasterChef. What? Yeah. Well, I didn't want to tell you off air because then we wouldn't have any content. Right, right. Yes. Um, shout out to, to Lewis. Yeah, Lewis. He, um, I th- don't think he got past the first audition. He had like... He had a dish. I think he was telling me he had a um, like a specialty dish he was going to cook, but he wanted to save it for the next round, but he never got to the next round. Dude, you got to like... I know. You got it. Lewis, you needed to <laughs> you needed to put your specialty dish first. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. Um, oh, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I had a, my manager from a pub that I used to work at. She auditioned for MasterChef, but she was like eight months pregnant. Mm-hmm. And they, I don't, I don't think it was discrimination on that, but like, she couldn't come on the show because she was like eight months pregnant. Yeah, I know what you're saying. But it, it would have been like a really cool like aspect of the show. Them being like, we've got a like soon to be mama. Uh, they could have done a session in like the hospital kitchen because you know how apparently hospital food isn't that great. Yeah, I know. Can I master chef? Should I be a producer? You should. Should I just get pregnant? <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. <laughs> and we have a show, bang. Yeah. Cooking in a hospital. How could you turn that into a reality? Mm. I suppose it already is, isn't it? It already kind of is. Yeah. We're just kind of like expanding on MasterChef's idea. Yep. Damn it. Bummer. Okay. Oh, well. All right. So we're on Radio Fodder. <laughs> I'm with Polo House. Um, drummer. Daniel Milton yes. and I want to play one of his songs because we've been like shit talking a bit and I want to play one of Apollo House's songs that you sent to me Do so it. let's hopefully it works we'll see how it goes in the meantime um Daniel this song is called Midnight Sun can mm. you tell me a little bit about the song um yes well Jack wrote it and before he plays it he always says that <clears throat> he woke up one night and it, the song came to him. In his dream. That's the, I think that's where the uh, Midnight Sun came from. Because nice. it was in the midnight when he wrote it. Wow. But um, yeah, it's a cool song. Nice. <laughs> that's really cool though. I, I've, I've tried to, like I've written a few songs like just on my guitar. Yeah. And I've never, like, I, I might have dreamt of tunes, but I've never been able to remember them after. And I just think that's so cool that people can just wake up and they're just inspired and they write something. I don't believe that though. Like if you're dreaming of something, it's because subconsciously you've already experienced it somehow. So I think if you have a tune when you wake up, it'll be like from another song. Yeah. But then also people don't understand dreams. People don't no, know right. what All dreaming right. is. What do I know? I'm just a Yeah, drummer. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, yeah, okay, I did me. one unit of psychology, so yeah. what do you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Well, let's listen to uh, the song that Jack wrote. He's in the band Apollo House. It's called Midnight Sun. Hopefully the link works. So here it is. It should play. 
any minute now. Let's see. Oh, okay, I have to download it. Cool. Um, in the meantime, we can just chat a little bit more. I don't want to listen to it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right now. <laughs> Sick. All right, I'm downloading it, so it shouldn't be too How's long. that weather? Yeah, the weather's great, um, except it's freezing. Mm, but it's absolutely freezing. If you're listening, you can't see. Yeah. Oh, what is that? Oh, it's working. <laughs> Here we are.
that was Midnight Sun by Apollo House. I'm sitting here with Daniel Miltonen, who's the drummer of that song. That was an original. Um, it's fantastic. And that featured Jack. Yeah, he wrote it. He yeah, sang Jack. it. But um, yeah, this has got some backup yeah. vocals. And he wrote that. Apparently, he just like woke up in the middle woke of the night. Woke up and had a musical epiphany. A banger of a tune. And had to write the song. That's just, that's, that's out of this world. And it's such it's such a good it's such a good song as well. It's catchy. Yeah, it's so catchy, and I like how um, the kind of tempo changes. Like, oh yeah, there's like a breakdown. And yeah. Then, yep. It's like the so Jack will go to the keyboard. He'll do a keyboard solo, and then uh, we'll do the breakdown, and then he'll swap to guitar. So that's why there's like a cool, nice little bass and drum part because it gives mm. him time to swap to guitar when we play live. Yeah. yeah. Sick. Yeah. It's cool though. It like really works. And I love it when songs do that, when they kind of play with the time and the rhythm. It just makes it more entertaining for you to listen to. Mm. Yeah. Because we were talking about how um, like sometimes you, you listen to bands and you can definitely tell like right away that they fit in a certain category. And they're like, cool. The they've got a sound. Dance. They've got a sound to them. Yeah. yeah. They've got a sound. Yeah. Whereas... Yeah, I I mean, I would say that you guys are definitely rocky, but every song is a little bit different. I went to one of your gigs a couple of months ago, and I was really impressed with how diverse the music was. And one of the things that I really enjoyed was that, yeah, as you said, you've got multiple writers and singers, and everyone's, like, changing instruments and changing, like, people are on the mics. Like, I'm like, what is, this band is great. Because like, you're like, who is singing? Like, everything's changing. And you're like, wow, everyone's so talented. They're good kids, yeah. Yeah, good kids. Good, kids. good yeah. job, guys. Yeah. I respect it. Um, sick. So, Dan, yeah. what do you do outside of Apollo House? Um, so, yeah, I'm just uh, living the dream, the full-time hustle. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm an animator. So, kind of niche, I guess. I'm a creative. Uh, so, music is like my, you know... I can get some relief throughout the week, you know, yeah, nice. come to band practice on a Saturday and just like smash the drum kit up. feels nice. good. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I'm an animator. <laughs> He's an animator, guys. <laughs> I like, I like anima- animations and films and I've got a different sense of appreciation for them now that I know what's happening behind the scenes and what's involved yeah, to produce definitely. that kind of stuff. So love it. Because we're on the Soundtrack Strikes Back, that's the name of this show, if you didn't know, um, I do discuss, like, soundtracks and films, obviously. So I think it's really cool that you're an animator and you're familiar with, like, animation and film mm. pretty well. So, mm. like, what are some of your favourite animated films? Um, so favourite animated Disney film? Definitely Tarzan. Yes. Um, so, yeah, the lead animator... Uh, Glenn Keane, I think his name is. Um, he kind of like had a name for himself for the way that he uh, he drew like silhouettes and uh, poses uh, in a really good way. But the thing with Tarzan and why he was so difficult to animate was because he, you know, the story behind it was he was raised by gorillas, and mm. it's a human who's moving like a different animal to himself, mm. um, and. You know, he had to convey that through drawing, which is essentially what animation is. Yeah. Um, which is amazing. But then on top of that, the soundtrack was composed by Phil Collins, uh, which is just super badass. And not like one song. 
he wrote the soundtrack, the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and I I tried to give you one one song, uh, from it, but like they're all good. Yeah. <laughs> I got the CD. I've got the CD of the it's soundtrack a, in my it's car. It's so like, and it really suits the, the movie it's as well. It's a huge sound, and he's got so many drums, like jungle drums. Yeah. But not even in like a cheesy way. He yeah. Just, it it's so full. Yeah, because I guess like. It can be hard to. You're in the jungle, so let's get some jungle drums. Like you know, it could be very cliche. But do you know, like when um you're a kid and you have like favorite songs as a kid, but then when you grow up, you look back and you're like, oh my god, I can't believe I listened to this song. Aqua, yes. Oh yeah, Aqua. Yeah. Okay. Aqua. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say like this was one of my favorites as a kid, but even now, like, if anything, I think I like it more now. Because do you do you reckon it's changed a little bit because you are a drummer? Yeah, well, absolutely, probably. Yeah, maybe like I, I didn't even realize, but that's a pretty valid point. I'll yeah. give it to you. Nice. Well, I mean, Phil Collins is known for like yeah. his percussion skills. Yes. Like he's an amazing drummer, um, but he is a multi instrumentalist. And he was in. He started out in the rock band Genesis, actually, oh, as really? the drummer, and then he moved to be like the lead singer um, in that. And then he kind of just moved up, and he got the job with Disney. Yeah, right. With Tarzan. So he's pretty epic. He's, he's, a, he's, he's so cool. He's talented. Yeah. Um, what was the song that you chose from Tarzan? So, uh, Son of Man. Nice. Uh, is what it's called. Um, and I think it was about... It, the song plays during the transition, like the sequence of him uh, as a child becoming an adult. And it was kind mm-hmm. of like a montage of all yes. of his, his like, stuff-ups and, you know, yep. his pride of gorillas. Like, yeah. Um, he all he wanted to do was like make his gorilla dad proud. Um, yeah, I know it's so like that hits you in the feels. In the feels, yeah. Oh, and man. he kept stuffing up, and he could never do it. Um, and then he became a man regardless. Um, but yeah, puberty, no, I puberty think, happens. I, well, at least I think that's what the song is about because, yeah. Well, that's my interpretation. Yeah. Um, but it's like it's really powerful and it's really big and there's so many. It's an orchestra playing. Yeah. Um, Ooh. I love it. Let's let's give it a spin. Let's. So this is um, Son of Man by the one and only Phil Collins from the Tarzan original motion picture uh, soundtrack.
How Can You Not Love It? Great song. That's like, it's just. It's just such a good song. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's Bill Collins, like, at his best. Like, honestly, I think the Tarzan, like, all of his songs from Tarzan, like, are my favorite of yeah. Phil Collins. There are no filler songs. No. They're all. Yeah. Hits. Yeah, definitely. I had to pick one. You made me choose one. Well, you didn't make me choose one. Yeah. I made myself choose one, but it was You different. only chose one. How dare you? We should have just made this whole thing about Phil Collins. I should have just chose the album and said that was my one choice. Yeah. Been like... We could have done that. We um, could have. Maybe in another life. Yeah. You know what? I had um, someone on the show, uh, a good friend of mine, Gemma Stack. She's a sound editor. And we were just talking about her life, her career, film, soundtracks... And then we, like, got to the end of the podcast and we both realized that we had, like, a love for Disney soundtracks specifically. <laughs> yeah. And we were like, why didn't we just talk about Disney soundtracks? Because there's so much to them. Like, they're all amazing. Yeah. And we actually did a separate podcast just on Disney soundtracks. Yeah. Not even kidding. They got money, though. Yeah. Like, Disney's, yeah, Disney's pretty amazing. Um, But they had to, like, fun fact, with, like, Snow White. Mm. So, like, Snow White was, like, the first kind of biggish one. Um, they had to sell like their music rights just so they could afford to make the movie. Really? So like that was like back in the day, yep. you know, and now it's like, they're just a powerhouse. Yeah. Like they don't need to sell any of the music because they can afford everything. Yeah. Disney's crazy. Everything and more. And more. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, cool. So you have another song from an animated film. Yeah. So, um, I think it's... <sighs> The amazing no, there's okay. Oh, no. Sp- Spider Man into the Spidey verse. Yep, into the Spidey verse. There are so many Spider Man movies out. I mean, what's your favorite Spider Man? Go. What do you mean? Like your favorite Spider Man? There's movie. only one Spider Man. Who? My favorite. Oh, you mean the actor? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did make that clear. Yeah. Like okay. Um. None of them really do it for me. <gasps> Can I say that? Is that a choice? Okay, yeah, I guess that's a choice. Um, Can you just get out of the studio? I mean, I will eventually. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't live here. Um, Yeah, so this was... So, okay, this is a recent film, animated film, Mm. uh, and it's a little bit of a weird take on the Spider-Man franchise because it's, like, into the Spideyverse. There are, like, there's a tear in, like, the dimension, and then Spider-Man from, like, different dimension, dimensions, sorry, all come together. Wait, okay. So I, there are, like... I have not seen this. There's multiple Spider-Men. Yeah, there's, like, heaps of Spider-Men. Spider-Men? Spider-Men? Yes. There's lots of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is, like, I thought they were going to ruin it because it's, like, you, you can only have one Spider-Man, uh, which is why I got so confused when you asked me what my favorite, who might. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Now, I, now I get you. Anyway, um, so it just had some really cool tracks in it. Like, I was watching the movie, and I was enjoying it as it was. Mm. And then again, like, there's always that super cool heroic scene, and the music comes on the background, and it's basically, like, the movie just turns into a video clip for the song, and it just fits seamlessly. Um Sick. And yeah, so What's Up Danger was the song that I chose. I think it's like Black Caviar and somebody else. Black Way? Yeah. Yeah. I've got the information in front of me, so that's why. Yeah. I know. I don't. Daniel's doing it off the top of his head. Yeah. It's pretty great. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I think that's a compliment. Yeah. You have a memory. 
<laughs> I'm a dickhead. All right, let's let's play the song from um, Spider Man into the Spidey Verse. Cool. Here you are. Thousand thermometers, two thousand surrounding us. Travel two thousand kilometers to hang out with us. What's up, danger? What's up, danger? Hey, didn't know they doubted us. Makes it that more marvelous. Sign them up because I'm in this vibe and I get synonymous. What's up, danger? And that was What's Up Danger um, by Black Way featuring Black Caviar from uh, the movie Spider-Man. Spider-Man Into the Spideyverse. I love that. Yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. going to go watch it. Watch it. 
you know what? Like the best thing about getting people on the show and talking to them is that I okay, so I run a soundtracks film podcast, but I haven't seen every single film out there. There's a lot of films. There, there is a lot, guys. Yeah. I can't know everything. So it's really great when people come on the show and they share their music because everyone's got different music tastes. They share their music. They share the movies. And that's the best thing about this is that I just get to like listen to new stuff and watch new movies all the time. Mm. It's great. Living the dream. I am living the dream. I'm basically just getting people to give me free recommendations. Well... <laughs> when did you last pay for a recommendation? Never. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, so I think that's really sick. I didn't even know that you were an animator, and then it just worked really well with the show. Yeah, nice little segues there, isn't it? <sighs> You're yeah. welcome. So I'm here with um, Daniel Mil- Milton, who's from the band Apollo House, and we've been chatting about his band, um, and we've been talking about what he does for a living. Um, and when I found out that Daniel was going to be on the show and he was a drummer, I started to brainstorm a bit about, you know, music, soundtracks, drumming. I was like, what is like, you know, a really iconic kind of soundtrack that has to do with drumming only. And the first movie that came to my mind, uh, was Whiplash, which is coincidentally Daniel's favorite film. It's my favorite film of all time. Yeah. But I haven't, of the films that I've seen, have you seen it? Yeah, I have. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen it like several times. How many? Oh, four times? I've seen it five. Okay. Well, he beat me there. <laughs> what if I said I saw it six times? I, whatever you say, I saw it gonna one me. plus more. Okay. At least one plus more. Well, I mean, that alone just states how amazing it is. Yeah. You know, seen it what more did than you once. get from it? Is it bad to talk about a film if people haven't seen it? No. Okay. What did you think? Uh, I think it just really shows the stress. Did you think it was good? <laughs> yes. No, well, I don't know. Some people were disappointed with how it ended. Mm. Like, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <clears throat> like, there was no... It was kind of up to your interpretation or there was no... Um, they never sh- really showed how it concluded. Like, Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was just like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like I remember it being a very powerful end scene. It's him like finally getting it like right to him. Like, yes. I don't know, but what is right? He was trying to get screwed over basically yeah. by his old professor. Yeah, yeah. But then like, he's, yeah, you're right. So he stood up and he performed and yeah. he gave the performance that his teacher was looking for like yeah. his entire life, I suppose. His teacher was obsessed with trying to make the next great yeah, um, and he justified all of his abuse yeah, yes. because he apparently made one person. There like is a, a quote from person. that movie which I love, and um, it's, there are no two words more harmful in the English language than good, good job. job. yeah. I love that. Yeah. And it is about, like, striving to become the best and then mm. going even further than that. Yeah. Which is, like, what I took away from it, which is why I loved it so much. Yeah. He was so determined. Oh, definitely. Um, if you don't know Whiplash, we should probably maybe back it up a bit and just briefly explain to you what the kind of premise of this film is. So it was it's a film from 2014 um, directed by Damien Chazelle. And basically there's like two characters in it, the main characters, um, Andrew Newman, who's played by Miles Teller, 
and oh Terence Fletcher who is played by J.K. Simmons and yeah. he's like the teacher at this really prestigious it's a fictional um uh music conservatory the best music school in the country yeah it's the best one it's set in New York but it's totally fictional um but basically it's about this guy played by Miles Tenor, Teller yeah. um Andrew who is wanting to be a part of this jazz ensemble and he wants to be the best yeah that's all he wants in life he wants to be he wants to become the greatest drummer of all time yeah uh and you know, uh, J.K. Simmons' character notices him and is like, all right, I'll give you a shot. And usually at that point, you're like, wow, this is going to be a great uplifting moment. Like uh, this really prestigious professor has noticed has noticed you. His talent, yeah. 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 Um, you're very quickly um, told that this guy isn't just an ordinary professor. He is really quite abusive and he will kind of reputation though he's yeah. like renowned for being one of the greatest like yeah teachers music music teachers yeah but his method is quite a yes not what you would think yes yeah um but and it's just a really great film he but he justifies that by saying it's necessary in order to produce you know the next caliber yeah. of musician yeah saying that it's necessary to like <laughs> have blood on your drum kit. Basically, if you're not Basically. bleeding on your drum kit, you're yeah. not playing the drums well enough or good enough or hard enough. Basically, and if you haven't cried, then you're not trying. I've never bled on my drum kit. Well, you're, you're not trying hard <laughs> enough, Dad. <laughs> um, but I read a cool article about how, because like Miles Teller, isn't he's not really a drummer. Like, yeah, I, I actually saw about that as well, yeah. Yeah, and he, like he had to get trained like for several hours, like every day for three months to make it look... Yes. I think he's yeah. actually drumming for 80% or even like 90% of yeah. the shots you see him drumming. He's actually drumming. Yeah. But then obviously, you know, you can't master a, yeah. an instrument. No. In such in a short a time. Months, but yeah. he did really well. Yeah. Apparently that movie was shot in like, I don't know, 19 days or something. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was all super low budget and they did it basically all of it at like a university. Shit. And, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was, like, nominated for some awards and stuff. They won two Academy Awards. There you go. One for Best Sound Mixing and one for Best Actor in a Supporting Role, J.K. Simmons, yep. the guy who played the teacher. Yeah. He won an Oscar for that. Um, it doesn't surprise me, though, because, yeah, so if you say 80% of the film is drumming, so it means that 80% of the film is basically, like, music, either, like, raw music from him practicing or ensemble music. And... It's just, it's such a great film and it's such a great film that really like encapsulates jazz music as well, yeah, like specifically. And it's set like in modern times as well. Yeah. So I don't know, because I feel like jazz music is kind of associated as a bit of like an older fashioned kind of music. Yeah. It's um, so. Yeah. No offense, but like it kind of is. No, it's really, um, what am I, the word I'm looking for? Like st strict. Give me synonyms here. Strict. Mm. Like you've got a, like there's a specific technique for jazz. Like you can't really strive from jazz. Like if you want to play jazz, there's a specific way. I that can't you've got stop to do thinking it. of the word I'm trying to think of. <laughs> I'm sorry. Strict. No, it's like you've got to be really committed and dedicated to learn jazz. Like it's such a, it's a really difficult type of music to play. Yeah. Um, like Miles, Miles Teller. So he... Discipline. Oh, Discipline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Discipline and strict are synonyms of each other, aren't they? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's such a dis disciplined genre of music because it's so 
um, precise yeah. and, you know, fast and yeah. there's a lot of swing to it. And technically yeah. it's a hard music to play. You Like you can't fake it. Yeah. And that's why it sounds so good, you know, if they get it right. Yeah. Because that's the thing though. There are so many films where people are playing instruments and you can so tell, like, if you've ever, like, picked up a guitar. I did ever. once, yeah. Did you? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, if you've ever picked up a guitar or you've ever just, like, attempted to play the keys or something, you know that, like, you, you know when someone's not doing it right. Like, like, I was once watching this film, I can't remember what it was called, and, like, the girl's playing guitar and she doesn't move uh, her hand on the fret. I know what you're saying, yeah. And she's just, like, doing this. Yes, when they're trying to fake it. And it's, like, you're not even, like, no one even told you how to fake it. How do we not speak of School of Rock? Ah, uh, that was the, I was going to bring Oh, up. School of Rock. Have you Rock. talked about that yet? No. You have now. <laughs> but like this is a first. But um, I love School of Rock. Um, Jack Black, mm. he's playing in the film as well. Yeah, because he plays. Yeah, Tenacious D. Yeah, sick band. I nearly put that down, but oh, um, we we can still play it. I didn't. Yolo. No one's here telling us what to do. <laughs> we can still that. play some. You're not the boss of me. Yeah. No. But if you want to, then we can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. What do I type into Spotify? Um, well, do you want to listen to like Tenacious D song? Their fa- most famous ones like Tribute. Tribute. Yeah. Long time ago, me and my brother Carl. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, we're going to play that. Just because <laughs> I love that we can just randomly play whatever we want. So let's do that. We're going to play Tribute by Tenacious D um, because we just randomly brought up School of Rock and we're feeling the vibes yeah. of rock. Let's do it. Okay, I'm going to press play now. Hello. There was an issue with Safari. No. Uh, my whole computer just shut down, which is interesting. But it's okay because I've got to back up my phone. Speaking of which, I just switched phones um, from an Apple to an Android. Oh, everything's like gone.
Hello, we're back after some technical difficulties. <clears throat> yeah, technically. Yeah, technically, that's that's what happened. Um, for some reason, I don't even know what happened. My whole computer just like shut down. You know why it shut down? Why? Because it's an apple. It's an apple. Oh, and we were just talking yeah. about that as well. I know. Yeah. So yeah, I recently just switched from an apple to an Android. Good. And yeah, it's probably the happiest day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it really was like, Are you I was, regretting it? How long have you had had it for? I've had it for a couple of weeks now Are you used to it? Surely not I'm still not used to yeah. it Um. So like your front Like so when it's like off Like when it's locked There's mm. like all these little symbols here Yes And apparently that's like Your notifications or your things That you've got open Yep And my boyfriend Trent Gets really annoyed at me He's like why don't you just Shut off all those folders Like you got so much stuff mm. And I didn't realise That mm. all those symbols Are all things I've got open Yeah I didn't realise it So Because it's I don't know it's, but You don't have to listen to him Because you're your own person I am I am You know what I'm a strong independent woman Yeah And if I want to keep All those tabs open I will You keep them open I will yeah. You know what Yeah you're right <laughs> You're so empowered right then Thanks Dan Nobody's here to tell us What to do Yeah <laughs> Um, you're listening to Radio Fauna with the University of Melbourne. My name's Jazz. I'm here with Dan from Apollo House, um, which is a rock band that's going around Melbourne, hitting all like the hotels and like yeah. clubs and shit. Right. Like you guys are, you got a lot of like gigs. It's amazing. Yeah, we play a lot of gigs. Nice. Um, when did you get a manager? Well, I feel like it's. It was it's okay. It's really unofficial, but basically, friend from school, he's got all the hookups, and uh, I think he's actually studying uh, event management. Oh, okay, so which he knows kind a lot of, of people. Yeah, which kind of uh, falls in line with what he's studying and what what he yeah. wants to do. But he's really like, well, he's really charismatic and he's easy to talk to, and he makes a lot of friends really easily. That's what you want. So we are just trying to hold on to him and so he can't leave us. Yep. But um So you got him like tied up? Oh yeah, he's um yeah? in yeah. the basement. <laughs> <laughs> he's just there like you I feed can't him. confirm or deny anything. <laughs> okay, okay. <clears throat> oh my goodness. Um we were about to play um a song before we got I think there must have been some, something happened with the wind outside. Do you think so? I'm just going to say that so that um, the listeners believe me. Yeah. Sounds like pretty legit. Yeah. Or we could just blame Apple. It was Apple though. Yeah. So It was my Apple MacBook. Yeah. It's just like a piece of crap. You know what? Because you started talking about how you swapped to Android. Yeah. And then <gasps> that's when it... There wasn't... is a God. There's an Apple God. Yeah. That was not happy. Mm-hmm. Whatever, man. Steve. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to play this song off my Android now. Yeah. Let's oh, see yeah. if it works. Come on. This is gonna be a good test. All right. So, um, we were talking about our favorite films, films with music. We were talking about Whiplash, uh, which we'll probably come back to again because it's just it's a really great drumming soundtrack. And Dan is a drummer, so would love to talk to him. Do about I it. love it only because I'm a drummer, or would I have loved it regardless? If you're a musician, you would love it regardless. Okay. But, okay. Yeah, I'm just telling you right you. now. Yeah, no. That's why I asked. <laughs> cool. Um, but as we were talking about films with great soundtracks, we uh, Dan also brought up a really good point that the School of Rock 
is a fantastic film. I can quote every single line of that movie. It's so good. I can put it on and like at any time and I'll be happy to watch it. It's a timeless classic. It really is. It's so good. Um, and Jack Black, who played the main character, the teacher dude. What was his name? Dewey Finn. Dewey. Yeah, Dewey. I was so close to saying it, but you, you beat me to it. Um, so Jack Black but can he actually, actually play... So he plays Ned... Dewey Finn and pretends to Ned be Ned Schneebly. Yeah, or yes. Schneeble. Schneeble. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yes, yeah, so good. <laughs> oh, it's classic. Um, he can actually play music, so that's why we were just talking about how it's interesting how, you know, when they actually cast actors who can play music. That's why we're talking about the D. Yeah, that's why we're talking about Tenacious D. Yeah. Um, it, was a, it was a long-winded kind of way of explaining that, guys. Um, sorry. But we're, we're going to play um, Tribute by Tenacious D, which is probably the most well-known song. And if you've ever been to, like, a 21st or, like, a 50th, they usually play it, like, near the end, like the DJ, because everyone will just get into it. Um, so here's the song. I didn't have a DJ at my 21st. Me neither. I just had Spotify, but... Do you think I keep interrupting you? You know what? You just... Sorry you, about that. You're interrupting <laughs> me and you're being a bit of a mansplainer. No, I'm not going to pull that card. It's way too early. <laughs> I'm not going to pull that card. <laughs> It'll be a long podcast. Yeah, it really is. Um, hopefully this plays off my Android, Android, Android song. plug sponsorship. Yeah. What the hell? It says it's playing. Okay. No, I'm done. I'm done with Android. <laughs> I'm going back to Apple. Anyway. Was the volume on, on your phone? Yeah, it was. Okay. Sorry if I tried to... But there is a there is a button, though. It's what? like, I was told that on your Android, you yeah. can control the the volume of your the media that plays and the ringtone. So maybe I've got that mixed up. Oh, yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're talking about. Or maybe this entire external thing is, like, messed up. Blew up. I don't know. Let's try to go back with Apple in the meantime, um, <laughs> tell me about uh, when you started drumming your first experience. Well, when I was just a wee bub. Um, um, <clears throat> yeah, so. <laughs> You're on your own, Dan. I'm, I'm um, That's right. No, I, I can. Technical... Let me talk to the people. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, not, I'm still not famous enough that I haven't lost touch with the common man. Um, so basically... <clears throat> drumming prodigy D Miltier. Uh, no, I actually started playing drums when I was in early primary school and my family wanted me to learn guitar because my sister was learning guitar and that meant that they wouldn't have to buy a separate instrument. Um, but I didn't want to learn guitar because she was learning guitar. And if I did start learning guitar, she'd always be like a few years of guitar knowledge ahead of me, which means she'd always be better than me. And I don't think I could live for myself if I let that happen. So got the pots and pans out and started trying to make a strong case for why I should be a drummer, you know, the boy that could feel music. I've got the groove. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> they got me drum teacher, got me drum kit, and never looked back. Nice. Yeah. Fucking yes. Heck yeah. I feel like I can slightly hear it. I think it's in my head. Yeah. Man, I really wanted to play Tribute. Tribute. It played for a bit, didn't it? Yeah, you got like the uh, the intro. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess it's not happening. <sighs> I don't know how I'm going to play other songs now. This is awful. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> this is like never happened. Classic, never classic uni radio. Yeah. 
Yeah, maybe I'll play another song. Can you hear it slightly? If I say yes, will it make you feel better? I can hear it slightly. I can't hear it slightly. Okay. Well, I don't know what's going on. Something's happened. Can you hear it? I can't hear anything. I can hear it. Well, then. Oh, actually. Can you hear it now? Yes. Oh. My headphones are really loud. And <laughs> oh, no. I can hear it. Yeah. Yeah, see, you can hear it yeah, slightly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very. Yeah. It, I've chosen another random song. Yeah. The Beazle Boss by yeah, Tenacious yeah, yeah, yeah. D. That's, um, that's at the end of the movie of uh, Pick a Destiny. Oh, yeah. He's in another movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jack Black. Oh, my God. Yeah, that guy does so much work, though. It, the Pick of Destiny was like, is like a parody of their band. It's like they're Makes sense then. a band playing themselves in the movie. But more crazy, if that's possible. It's funny. I think it's got a strong beginning, middle. And end? And it kind of goes off the rails at the end, but there's oh, still okay. some good songs. But um, fun, fun movie. I've never seen it. Because I'm going to be honest, like Jack Black is a little bit of a hit and miss for me. Like sometimes he has really good films and then sometimes it just flops. Like that one, it was like... The one where he gets giant and oh, no, he's normal size, oh, um, and he gets it's like BC like, or something. Yeah, like Gilligan's Island or some shit. Oh, I don't know. Are he you gets, talking like, when he's like a caveman? No, he gets tied up by little people. I can't it's Jack feel like... Black. Is it okay? He's a movie star. He's <laughs> he's in yeah, more he than is. yeah. He's in a few he's movies. in a lot. He's he's done a bit. What else has he done? I don't know. Oh, he was in like Nacho Libre or something. Like an awful like wrestling just yeah. total stupid like yeah 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 like stupid comedy no he was in that one where it was like caveman caveman and it was like bef- before men or something or that sounds awful it was it sounds terrible sorry jack black i feel black. bad for like talking smack about like other people's films like i've never made i've never made one it's easy to criticize but um i'll criticize yeah well i mean um school of rock's pretty damn good what's your favorite song in school of rock like i guess <clears throat> really one, isn't there? Yeah, well, they have that, like, finale at the end where they play Zach's song. It's called Zach's song. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was such a long way to the top if they wanted to rock and roll. Yeah. Which they did. <laughs> they really did. Um, and I think a few years ago it was, like, the 10-year anniversary of School of Rock. Yeah, they did a reunion. And they did a reunion. Yeah. And all the kids kept up the instruments. They all look exactly the same except bigger. Yeah. I mean, that's I suppose that's how ageing works. but Typically, yeah. <clears throat> that's, that's how it works. I always felt really bad because uh, when I watched the film with my family uh, and, like, they played the – they're all kid, kid musicians and then they played the final song in the end. My mum was like, why can't you play drums? It's that good. I was like, Mom, are you comparing me to other child musicians? <laughs> I'm not a prodigy. Yes, you are. And you haven't bled on your drum kit yet, yet. So Man. you're not the best. I've got such a cushy life. I, I saw the um, High School Musical, actually. Sorry. School of Rock Musical. Oh, really? Yeah. How was it? It was good. Damn. Apparently, they played the musicians. Uh, sorry. They played the um, instruments live during the play. Do, wait, the, the, the kids? The like kids, the yeah, the kids, yeah. I can believe it. They're oh, talented. Shit. So talented. <gasps> oh, I hear music. I fixed it. 
I fixed it, y'all. Tribute. I think it was my Mac. Yeah, no, it was. Look out for Yes. This is the greatest and best song in the world. Tribute. Long time ago, me and my brother Kyle here. We was hitchhiking down a long and lonesome road. All of a sudden, there shined a shiny demon in the middle of the road. And he said, play the best song in the world. Or I'll eat yourself. Well, me and Kyle, we looked at each other. And we each said, okay. And we played the first thing that came to our heads. Just so happened to be the best song in the world. It was the best song in the world. Look into my eyes and it's easy to see. to say the beast was stunned a whittle crack went his from the tail and the beast was done he asked us be you angels and we said nay we are but men And the peculiar thing is this, my friends, the song we sang on that fateful night, it didn't actually sound anything like this song. This is just a tribute, you gotta believe. We fixed the technical difficulties. I'm happy. You happy? I'm very happy. We got to listen to Tribute by Tenacious D. Certainly did. Yeah. 
Um, you're listening to Radio Fodder. I'm Jazz. I'm Daniel yeah. Milton. That's Daniel. I'm really sorry, but I've, I, I, I don't think I think I stuffed up your name like once. You twice didn't. I didn't. No, you didn't. You were like, how do you pronounce your name? Is it Milton? I'm like, that's exactly how you pronounce it. Do people Spot on. do people have trouble with your last name? I don't know. That's the thing. Like, it's just said as it's seen. Seen. Spelled. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I can't. I'm biased my own name. I've had it my whole life, so. Yeah, true. I've heard that people think it's weird. Well, yeah, I don't know. There's just like a lot of, a lot of like consonant sounds going hey, on there. I didn't cho- choose my name. My name chose me. Nice. Well, yeah. My last name's Stiff, so I don't know. I don't know how you would interpret that. <laughs> 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 the other day, like people were asking me, they're like. Would you keep your last name when you get married? And I was like, I've been stiff long enough. Like I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, guys. Like I'm good. I've got a brother, so he'll he'll carry the name on somehow. And I think my sister wants to keep keep the name. Have you tried so. experimenting what your first name sounds like with other last names? Like oh, I'm a, Jasmine on. Anderson or something. I don't yeah, know. of just spitballing. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, um, I feel like every child does that at some point when they're like twelve. What was your dream name as a kid? Did you ever like have a name that you always Whoa. wanted? No, is that just? Um, me? I had like a huge crush on the actor Adam Scott. So you wish your name was? Yeah. Adam. Yeah. Yeah, my name was Adam. <laughs> um, no, but I like it changes like names and stuff. Like I'll be like, wow, I really like the name like Charlotte or something. Um, but then you'll meet a Charlotte. They're just yeah, a twat. And, and they like, give you Oh yeah. not all Charlottes, but you, know, I know you mean. meet one There's person a, yeah, yeah. and they taint the it's name. Weird. Yes, yes, that's exactly what happens. It's annoying. Just like my so one of my friends, she's uh going into teaching soon. Mm. And I said to her, I was like, It's gonna be difficult for you to choose like names in the future for like pets or for potential children you may have because you're gonna like meet so many kids being a teacher mm. you're gonna go through so many names yep. and what if you meet an the kids asshole will, the kids will ruin those names they will yeah guaranteed they will yeah. yeah yeah anyways i don't know what were we talking about we were on a tangent there that was great i think <clears throat> whiplash whip <laughs> yeah whip whip what is that sound what what? Whip. Do a whip sound? Is that your whip sound? No, I was just, um, you know, like the movie Hot Rod? Do I? <laughs> I do. I okay. Do. <laughs> you know when like he's going down that hill and he's yeah. like, the, the safe word is like whiskey, but he keeps saying it weird, like whiskey. <laughs> and everyone's like, what are you saying? And he's like, what am I saying? What? What do you mean? It's good. <laughs> Where do you get off? It's so funny. And so I was trying to do that with whiplash, like whiplash. Have you seen Friends? Friends, like the TV show? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Oh, there's a part they're trying to do like a whip sound and then Chandler's like, whoopa. And then Joey's like, whoosh. And then Chandler's like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Whoopa. And you just couldn't do this, the sound? I have not seen that episode. Ah, never mind. You know, you don't watch it. <laughs> I do, but I can't, I can't remember. I have a really bad memory. It's all right. Okay. Yeah. I reenacted the scene perfectly. So if you didn't get it from that. I can imagine it completely. Okay. Um, there was this other video with uh, Kristen Wiig. Do you know the actress Kristen, Kristen Wiig? She's in like all those comedy things like Bridesmaids, the film. Never saw it. She's on Saturday Night Live. Never saw it. Um, yeah. 
She's in a lot. And she was on, like, the James Corden show. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. And they were, like, going to sing together. Yeah. And they were singing, like, Hallelujah. You know, like, the one by Je- that was covered by Jeff Buckley. Yeah. And uh, they were singing it. They were like, you know, it's a, they were like kind of referring to something that happened like politically or like something in the political atmosphere. And they're like, it's a really hard time. Um, so we're going to sing Hallelujah to like bring everyone's hopes up. And she kept singing Hallelujah wrong every time. What do you mean? Like they'd be singing it like really nicely. James Corden and her being like, I heard there was a secret chord. And they get to like, Hallelujah. And Kristen Wiig would just say, Hallelujah. What? Like every time she would say it differently. Why? It was like, it was, was funny. Was she trying to be funny? No, she was being funny. Oh, it was, it was It was a joke. Oh, I hadn't. Okay. Yeah. And like James Corden was like, dude, it's Hallelujah. And oh, it was like, like a bit? Hallelujah. And they're like, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay, let's sing it again. And yep. they play the whole thing and she gets it wrong. And like, she's like, holla back girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was really good. Like she never said it right. That just made me think of it. Um, but let's talk about whiplash. Let's. <laughs> Sorry. Don't copy my joke. <clears throat> no, I stole it from Hot Rod. I won't. Good. I'm glad we got that covered. Okay, oh, so um, Whiplash is a movie that we were talking about before um, featuring Miles Teller and J.K. Simmons, very talented actors. Um, basically, like, the whole movie, yeah, we're going through an aspiring drummer, and that's why I kind of wanted to talk about it a bit because... Dan here from the band Apollo House. He is the drummer. The man keeping the time. The man, myth, the legend. Yeah. He's here. Right. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's here. Um, and I thought like the best movie that we could talk about is Whiplash because it's about drumming. And it is one of Dan's faves movies. Mm. It's one of mine as well. So very easy to talk about. Um, and I want to play a song from it because it's freaking amazing. Um, and I think we're going to play like the overture. Um, from Whiplash, which is the song that basically kind of repeats throughout the film the whole time. It's like the theme of the movie and it's just got fantastic drumming. And I wasn't like a big listener to jazz uh, before I watched this film and I, I enjoy like all the music from it. It's just fantastic. So here it is from the film Whiplash.
what a banger. That was the overture from the film Whiplash. I um, mean, if you haven't seen it, most definitely go and see it because it's great. If you love music in general, you will enjoy it. If you're a drummer, I feel like maybe you'll enjoy it a little bit more. Maybe you'll be, maybe, or maybe not because you'll be paying attention to I'll, the techniques. I'll never know. You'll never know? I can't unlearn drums. Yeah. But do you watch it and you like, are like trying to find a mistake in the drumming? Yeah, like you, you can tell when it, what's being played on screen doesn't match up to the audio. Um, yeah. Like, obviously, it doesn't ruin any sort of the story, but it's just, like, I don't know why I'm trying to find holes in it, but I am. Or sometimes it's just noticeable and I don't yeah. even have to pay that much attention to it. But, but most of the time, like, yeah, it's pretty you would good. say it's pretty Yeah, good. it's really good. Yeah. Like, it's it's pretty obvious that Miles Teller put in a lot of work for it oh, because for sure. it doesn't look that obvious that he's, like, yeah. not playing. Yeah, yeah, of course. So, yeah, I definitely respect that. It's like, it's really cool when actors get into their role heaps. Like, um, Natalie Portman for um, Black Swan. She, like, took, like, ballet training. Mm. Like, lost a lot of weight for it. Like, yeah, she looked like a ballerina. That, and who's that guy that did Batman? Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, but he lost heaps. Like, he's yeah. done other roles where he's had to lose heaps of weight. Fuck, what's his name? Shit. Tell me. I don't know. <laughs> I, it's on the tip of my tongue. I don't know. Bruce Wayne. Oh, um, uh, uh, Christian Bale. Uh, Is that it? Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yes. On the tip of my tongue. Teeth and lips. Yeah. Um, and also, um, you know Muriel's Wedding? Tony Collette? Nah. It's a, it's a, it's a very, very, it's a classic Aussie film. I haven't seen it. You should see it. It's got ABBA music featured in it, so it's amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, Tony Collette, uh, she's quite like a well-known actress. Uh, she had to gain a lot of weight to play Muriel. Really? So it's like, it's all, I love it when actors go to that length. Yeah. It's I want to be an actor so I can justify putting on weight. I'm starring in Super Size Me. My role requires me to <laughs> go to Macca's. Just eat Macca's all day. Oh. Have you seen that Super Size Me documentary? Yeah. Yeah. That's... <laughs> Yeah. That's what I was talking about. Oh, wait, that's what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, guys, um, I'm actually really hungry because it's 20 to 2 and I haven't had lunch. Is that why we're talking about food? <gasps> Maybe it is. Yeah, I think Was so. it my idea? What, did I, was I the one that brought nah. up food? Well, you're talking about the chick putting on weight for going, a role. Yes, and then you brought up, you brought yeah, up food. Brought up. Guilty. Okay. Um, well, we might wrap it up soon. Um, the show's been really great. Great show. Probably in the top 10. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely in the top 10 shows. Um, <clears throat> I haven't done, like, only 10 shows, but whatever. <laughs> um, we'll play. Um, I got I got Dan to come here today with a list of songs that we can play on the show. Um, and unfortunately, we didn't get time to get through all of them because we were just, like, shit-talking so much, which is great. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Um, but one of the songs that uh, Dan really wants to play, it's one of his favourite songs at the moment right now. At the moment, it changes yeah. on yeah. a weekly basis. We all go through phases. Yeah. And then, I don't know about you, but I kind of, like, play a song to death. Yes, like I play and then it you over ruin it. And then I'm like, yeah. mm, I need to wait a couple I more I set a song as my phone alarm, and then that's how I ruined it. Yes. I conditioned my body to hate the song because I associated it with waking up early yeah. in the morning. Yeah, I've done that with um, a San Cisco song. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. 
anytime like and it's like the start of the song as well so i listen to the start and i'm like yeah it's always the start yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, your body oh. just like something happens to it yeah you like condition yourself mine was like seas rising by bliss and esso anyway <laughs> okay <laughs> let's listen to a song that um dan has selected it's his favorite song of the week we'll yeah i really got into um queens of the stone age nice. i think it was on my spotify discover must nice. have been um but then like i started listening to the band and well they're on guitar hero i love guitar hero threes and yes. sevens threes and sevens is on guitar hero i got a friend who can play through the fire and flames an expert do you believe me he is a nerd anyway that's does he point. still play it <laughs> like, it's, it's like not a thing anymore like guitar hero and rock band i feel like yeah, they the game's came, they done came over last weekend we played it <laughs> oh, seriously? Yeah, seriously. I'm keeping Oh, my on. God. Do you have the drum set for Rock Band? No, no, no. It's... Um, I do. I used to. <laughs> I have it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I used to have two. Can you play expert on drums? I can. Okay. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, no, no, okay. So, we were talking talk about here. this because drumming on Guitar Hero, the drums is a transferable skill. It's the same thing. But on guitar... It's not actually similar. No, it's just pressing buttons. Yeah, but drums is like you're still hitting stuff on during like the same time. Yeah, true. So, bam. Yeah, yeah. Um, my dad, when when he bought it, you know, like a decade ago, um, he bought it and he was like, "Guys, let's play rock band." So our whole family's playing rock band. And he was like, "You know, jazz, you can actually learn drums from playing rock band." Yeah. And I was like, "Nah." Wait, did you have rock band or Guitar Hero? Rock band. Uh, we, we had Guitar Hero first, uh, and then we upgraded. My dad's a nerd. It's not an upgrade. Really? Rock band was fun. You could play with heaps of people. What? What? No. Nah. G- okay, give me a reasoning. Okay. Guitar Hero, Guitar Hero came out first. Yeah. True. And then Rock Band came out. Yes. And that that's your that's you justifying I'm just why like, it's better because it's original. I'm hating. Shrek 1 was good. Shrek 2 was great. Yeah. So. And then what happened after that? Yeah, that the went next to seven, shit. the next seven Shreks or whatever they're up. Yeah, they were shocking. Like Shrek the halls. Can you? What's your best um, Shrek impression right now? Oh, impression. Yeah, can you do it? Yep. Go. You go. Are you gonna do one? Um. <laughs> like I, I don't want to embarrass myself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You embarrass yourself first, and then I'll embarrass myself. Mm. <laughs> I can't do. Is it? It's Scottish, right? Yeah. Aye, yeah. Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a Shrek impression. That's no, a Scottish impression. <laughs> I was getting warmed up in the um, okay, Scottish okay. accent. <laughs> August. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> My no, no, eyes. No, no, I'm just like. Okay, I was going to do the ogres. Have, I was going to do the ogres have um, layers? layers. Okay. But I don't know how to say ogre. Ogres in a Scottish accent. <laughs> ogres. <laughs> yeah, actually, no, that wasn't bad. Yeah. Okay, now you go. No. <clears throat> My one's like really good. What other, what other like quotes from Shrek are the? Okay, you ready? Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna embarrass myself, Dan. You're gonna see me in a whole new light. Yeah. Of cool. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't know it was opposite day to day. (laughs) Okay, ready? Okay. He hoffed and he puffed and he (laughs) signed the eviction notice. (laughs) That's not Shrek. Yeah, but it's from Shrek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the wolf, isn't it? No, no, that's the pigs. It's that's like the, the little pig yeah, yeah, after yeah. they all got kicked out. And I think it's the funniest oh, quote. Uh, 
because it's like it's a kid's film but that's what i love about shrek is that it's a kid's film but they bring in things like he signed the eviction notice like no kid knows what yeah, that yeah. It is it's a family movie but it's funny it's something for the adults it's funny and that's why i love that quote. swamp <laughs> That was poor. That was yeah, poor, I Daniel. I, I definitely won that. I heard it in my head, and then, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> okay, let's play Queen of the Stone Age. Oh, yeah, that's my favourite song right now. <laughs> yeah. We, we got onto Shrek somehow. Wait, can I just say quickly before you play it? Yes. I was listening to, okay, so I went back and I started listening to, like, Queen of the Stone Age, like, on Spotify. It's got their top ten songs. Mm-hmm. And this one, Lost Art of Keeping Secret, was, like, number nine or number ten. And I was like, if this is number ten... How good are the ones above this one? And so I like went through and I went through all of them and they're all good. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, no, like, because you know, really like, great. you get a band and it's like they've only got a couple of good songs. Yeah, no, that's true. This band is a good band. Yeah. Right. You probably let's didn't. Play it. Yeah, yeah, let's play. No, that was great. That was great. Nah, let's play. Little anecdote before. Nah, that's fine. I appreciate it. Can... I feel like I undermined it. I'm nah, sorry. Let's play it. Here is uh, The Lost Art of Keeping a Secret by Queen of the Stone Age.
Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Radio Fodder. I'm here with uh, Jazz, uh, and that was uh, The Lost Art of Keeping a Secret by Queens of the Stone Age. Um, thank you for being with, uh, with us today. Yay. Yeah, thank you for listening in. This has been a great interview. Thanks, Dan, for joining me. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries. Um, Dan's from Apollo House, if I haven't, like, you know been saying that enough but yeah you should definitely check out apollo house they're a great band hey, give us a like on facebook yeah chuck them a like um do you have instagram yes chuck them a follow <laughs> i will ch- i will chuck you a follow on instagram as well i love insta it's great yeah um yeah so thank you for joining us dan um good luck with the rest of your drumming career yeah for sure yeah. don't be a stranger when i I'm, won't when i'm famous i'll uh Give Radio Fodder a shout out. Yes. Did you hear that, mum? <laughs> Do you love me yet? I'm going to become famous because other people are mm. around me. Yes. Through proximity and association. Love it. Um, thank you, guys. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to put out another show soon. So catch you on the flip side and I'll play you a song. Enjoy your Saturday. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. If you want to find out more about Daniel's band, head to their Facebook page, Apollo House, or their Instagram at Apollo House Official. And if you're enjoying the soundtrack strikes back, make sure that you're following us on Instagram and sharing it so more people can hear the podcast. Thanks.